Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So one of the things I know for sure is that we have the capacity to heal ourselves from disease and physical issues, um, which means broken bones and um, all kinds of things that uh, used to be thought of as incurable or or that we have no control over um, the healing of our bodies. There's so much evidence now in science, in research, in people's experiences that shows that we do have the capacity to heal ourselves of pretty much everything. Uh, That doesn't mean we're going to not die. That's, you know, we're mortal beings, but we have the capacity to heal ourselves of of the suffering that we create uh, in our bodies and our emotions and our spiritual lives. There's a woman um, that I've mentioned before, Kelly Turner, who wrote a book called Radical Remissions, and it's about um, curing uh, uh, people who have cured themselves of cancer. And if people can cure themselves of cancer, we can cure ourselves of anything and everything. So I was thinking about uh that in relation to uh, people who can bend spoons or can make objects move or other metaphysical uh, gifts, if you will, metaphysical abilities that we think, wow, that's really great. Uh, But it's based on what we believe, right? And you're going to hear me say this more and more. Um, And, you know, the, the, the the group law uh I'm sorry Abraham Hicks who talks about the law of attractions uh the Seth books which is Jane Roberts um um contribution uh to our well-being a lot of other uh people who channel entities and beings uh give us information that is greater than what we can know in our own tiny little human minds the intention of this uh particular podcast is is that as inner gurus, as aging gurus, we have this capacity, as I'm saying, we have this capacity to to grow ourselves, to change ourselves, to shift so that what it is we want in our well-being, we can have. And the big question is, what do we have to give up in order to, to have what we want? Uh, and some of what we have to give up is is we don't even, <laughs> we're in, in the midst of a lot of uh, collective unconscious or uh, beliefs that are part of our, our uh, consensus reality that we think is real. And at the same time has been proven over and over and over and over again that it's not real. A lot of the abilities of our metaphysical experience, uh, we've seen research from over 100 years ago. Um, and we don't take that into consideration. I'm kind of laughing because Einstein, his theory of relativity speaks to a lot of the elements of, of um, our ability to, to, to shift our, our well-being. You know, he spoke about in the theory of relativity, and yet we totally dismiss that as a personal, like, well, what does that have to do with me? Does everything to do with you and me in our ability to... Um, discern what is it that limits my fullest capacity to heal myself? What limits me in my capacity to have the great a great life, to allow money or health or well-being into my life? 
And as we age, we believe we have less and less potential. And I want to encourage each one of us, you and me and any <laughs> everybody you know, I want to encourage us to look deeper than that to, so that we can see that uh, we do have the capacity. People have healed themselves from, the, you know, they're moments away from death and they've come back um, and ha have had enormous, uh, wonderful, fulfilling lives and have, have contributed to the world in many ways. And if they can do that, we can do that. I had a client the other day, and he's a really great guy, really wonderful man, and um, and he's been challenged financially all his life, and he wants it to shift. And so my job as a, a life coach uh, is to be a good sleuth, a good thinking partner for him in what is it that keeps this pattern in place, this uh, pattern that appears to be, ah, it's just life. But really, if, we're, if I really am true to my uh, knowing, there isn't just the circumstances and conditions. He can, he can when, we, when he sleuths into what it is that creates a particular pattern of uh, limitations financially, physically, relationship-wise, all of those things, there's a pattern there and it's based on a thought or a belief that's pretty deep most likely could be even past life traumas or ancestral that we carry uh, all kinds of possibilities but if we don't sleuth then we don't get to see it and the image of of uh, a person being in the war and you know having been close to uh, gunfire or explosions and you know that they're in the hospital and the surgeon is, is removing shrapnel from their bodies and they're looking for the tiniest little shrapnel pieces that will be causing infection or irritable irritability for this individual for the rest of their life and their pain so when they can remove the shrapnel that can allow the, the being to heal and uh, fully heal and that's a very good thing. So this work for you, if you're interested in law, again, the Abraham Hicks people talk about this and anybody who's talking about manifestation is manifestation. I'm saying that like infestation. Uh, it's like anybody who's talking about this is talking about the same thing. What is that, that belief system that is sort of underlying everything else that's so important? It's so unconscious. And if we can reveal that, we can begin to heal it. Reveal it allows it to get healed. So a uh, quick story. Um, about 40 years ago, uh, I divorced. Uh, I, I, my husband and I went through a divorce. And my children, who are very, very, very young, they needed stability and security. And so the choice I made was to leave my children in the custody of their dad because he had the stability, he had the security, he had family close by. Um, I, I made the choice to leave them in the custody of their dad and uh, go grow myself up. And that meant being able to have a job and uh, have a good life where I can then potentially support my kids. And so legally and in every way, I gave up custody. I didn't stop being in connection with my kids, but I did give up custody. And in terms of, you know, reality, consensus reality, that's a terrible, horrible thing that a mother would do for their children. 
and even though my 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 um, intention was totally in support of my children having the well-being that I wanted them to be, there was another part of me that was uh, connected to the part that says, you, that's punishable. <laughs> that's a terrible, horrible, despicable thing that you did. And so even though I know I did the right thing, there's been a part of me that feels that that uh, act is punishable. And so I just even today, you know, working with my client, quite often if when I'm working with a client on a particular issue or a particular element like what's in the way, what's the limiting belief or what's the limiting uh, circumstances that, you've, that are being created by thinking, uh, when I do that with my clients, I quite often will do it with myself and um, begin to reveal more and deeper, more and deeper uh, belief systems that come up. And some of them are things I've already worked out in my head mentally. Like I know I did the right thing for my children. I have no doubt about that. And at the same time, there's some element of me deeper that I don't even realize that is saying, no, you're still... I'm still punishing myself. I was writing in my in in my notes and saying, you know, can I have a great life in spite of the fact that I made these decisions? And when I heard that word in spite of, I thought, wait a minute. That means can I have a great life even though I did what I did as if it was punishable and and a bad thing and I need to be malicious and harm myself because I made those decisions. Just in the languaging of what I wrote down, can I have a great life in spite of those choices? It's like this big, um, you know, the bells go off, ding, 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 ding. And at the same time, it's like this grueling uh, moment of realization of how I continue to punish myself for something that I believe I was a good thing that I did. And, um, but because of our, uh, and the, um, I'm trying to keep this short, but it's getting a little longer that there's an executioner inside me that is punishing me even though I did, did what I thought was a good thing. And it's interesting because ex executioners don't care if people are, are guilty or, <laughs> or not guilty. They just kill people, right? The ex executioner just, you know, drops the sword, drops the, the um, you know, the hatchet or whatever it is that, or, you know, turns the switch. They don't care if people are good or bad or wrong or bad or right. They just execute. So in thinking about this, I, uh, the point of all this, the intention is to say we have the capacity to heal ourselves, to have uh, a life without suffering, to bring ourselves to a level of uh, choice making that allows for uh, a greater fulfillment and, uh, and to look at and be willing to explore you uh, for these elements that limit your uh, willingness to uh, have a great life, that's all there is, is, is to say, okay, my life is not what I want it to be. I, I'm not in that level of fulfillment that I really want. If that's true, then there must be a thought or a belief or some element that's stuck there that you have the capacity to look at and explore and say, yeah, I want that out of there so that I can actually have the experience of, a of fulfillment of my human spirit. So just pass that on to you. I love this work of empowering people to sleuth 
to sleuth their own well-being, their own wisdom and intelligence and knowing in this human experience for that place that is um, not not letting them have the fulfillment, where there is that execution or perhaps where we're trying to punish somebody else and in, in the in uh, or ourselves for wrongdoings. That's a really big thing that we quite often people will will um, be punishing themselves, punishing God, or punishing somebody else. And that that decision to keep punishing interferes with our well-being. And that decision may have been made a long, long time ago. Anyway, I'm way over, but uh, I hope this is valuable to you. If you'd like some support, let me know. Uh, I have room in my uh, my calendar for more clients who are interested in doing deep work um, with me as their thinking partner. Uh, if not, that's okay too. There's lots of material out there. Abraham Hicks, A Secret, all kinds of material out there. Seth books by Jane Roberts. That And, and really importantly is Kelly Turner's book on um, radical remissions and what's required you know, what everyone who's had a radical remission, what they did in their, in their recovery process. It's awesome, awesome work. All right. Big hugs. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.